need to do my CrossFit class today. Chocolate. I only need to lose 10 more pounds. Cheesecake. Can they make a smoothie with just kale? A chocolate cheesecake. If that cat would get off my yoga mat, I'd be on it. A bottle of wine? Oh, fuck it. I'll just start tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Dorsey Show on Vinyl Draft Radio. Well, hello, hi, and howdy, and welcome into The Dorsey Show with me, your host, Dorsey Hill, and we are coming to you live from the Associated of Credit Union, Associated of Credit, Associated <laughs> Credit Union of Texas Studio. I hope you are ready this morning to get tuned in, turned on, and tuned up with me in your weekly dose of the Healthy, Happy, Fun Hour, and I want to wish you a top of the morning and a look of the Irish on this St. Patrick's Day weekend. I am so glad to be here, and for those of you that don't know me or you forgot, I am still Dorsey from a few seconds ago. I am what I call myself a sacred movement mentor because I'm dedicated to awakening your play, purpose, and pleasure. I'm the author of the upcoming book, Chocolate Cheesecake and Wine, A Modern Guide to Health and Wellness. That sounds good, doesn't it? Already. (laughs) A chocolate and cheesecake lover, lover and your most excellent giggle buddy. And I would love to continue chatting with you beyond the radio station, so please make sure that you reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter at Dorsey. Hill, or go to my website, DorseyHillGlobal.com, and that's D-O-R-C-I. I'm probably the only Dorsey you're going to find, which is what the guys tell me here at the studio, probably a good thing. <laughs> All right, so don't forget, guys, you can listen here now on Facebook. You can also go to the TuneIn app and listen, enjoy the conversation anywhere while you work, while you drive, because, hey, we all like to listen while you work. So make sure you download the app. You can go there, listen at any time, or you can go to the Vinyl Draft radio page on Facebook. Draft is D-R-A-U-G-H-T. Yes, it's the old English version of draft beer, which is appropriate for this St. Patrick's Day weekend. So I'm sure you're going to have some green beer. And speaking of green... I have in studio with me this week. Oh my gosh, I'm like so excited. The whole studio is all abuzz with this guy today, Stanley Fontenot, who is the Houston, the premier. Oh I am just totally celebritizing <laughs> you right now. Yeah, you are. The Houston Bag Piper. Stanley, say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to our show. <laughs> I am so happy, and I figured with St. Patrick's Day coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. what would be more appropriate, more fun to help people get started off than some pipes? Absolutely. The pipes. We were seeing this earlier. The pipes. The pipes. the pipes are calling. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have some fun today. You're going to play a little bit for us here, right? Yes, I am. Okay, good. I'm so excited. Just let me know when. All right, perfect. We'll do that in a little bit so we okay. can, that way you can get them on and you know then set them back in their place. And guys, I am just so excited. Now, you know, there's something that's a requirement that you have to do when you come on the Dorsey Show. Okay. It's called the Dorsey Dance. Oh. Yes, you have to raise your hands up in the air. Okay. Make sure y'all get him because I want to have video of this. So raise your hands in the air. Yeah, could just. Oh, you're like, you're so coming on the show again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure y'all get him <laughs> on video. Did y'all get that? Fantasmagorific. That is, that's going viral <laughs> I right I tell there. you, when you wear a kilt in public doing this, yeah. <laughs> it just fits. <laughs> it is. Hmm. Yeah, and ladies know it's a, it's a longer kilt. It's not the short one. So, you know, he's, he's okay if he raises his hands up a and little don't bit. Don't worry. It's socks and shoes if anybody asks. Okay. 
the, the guys in the production are like, oh my lord, yeah, the people she brings on uh, this radio show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so I have a knock knock joke because I the guys tell me I'm corny and quirky, so okay. I just go with it. Okay, All let's right. do it. All right, so knock knock. Who's there? Warren. Warren who? Warren any green today, lady? Yes, actually, <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. Yeah, nice. It's, it's a very, it's, it's a very quirky little, you know, uh, St. Patty's Day, I love it. you know, and and I I can on occasion, you know, go into because I'm English and Irish, okay. by heritage, and so I thought, oh my gosh, we're gonna have some fun because I might break out into something, and so I was practicing to sound a little bit authentic. That was you know? awesome. Okay, great. Well done. Okay, great. So let's get into just a little bit of the history, and then I want to have you play, and I know you don't do a lot of the history i, I just don't. wanted to for people listening you know go ahead and have a little bit of history about the bagpipes so i did some research because i'm a digger i like Good. to research thank you <laughs> and i didn't realize this they've been around since at least minimum the 1500s if not longer yeah and i thought that they were from you know from scotland or from ireland and when i was researching i discovered that they were historically created what we think in the middle east that would make um, I could see that. Yeah, and um, I, I just would have never thought that. So oftentimes people ask that what are the history, what are the origins, and I actually had a um, a student's mother of mine do some research mm-hmm. and kind of she kind of came up with a general um, background of where they may have started and stuff. But what we have seen with the bagpipes is that. They used to, the pitch of the bagpipes used to be a much lower pitch Mm -hmm. than they are today. And so over the years, the pitch of the pipes has just gotten um, increasingly sharper, higher pitch sound. And that's what has happened in evolving. It has evolved over the years to, you know, the current day. Mm -hmm. And, but it's, um, but yeah, it's. It's it's, co- it's cool anyway you look at it. So it I have is. some more questions about it. However, before the, we take our first break, I want to mm-hmm. make sure that you play a little bit. So sure. go ahead and if you will, okay. actually, well, I'll talk a little bit about some more of the history of it while okay. you go ahead and get ready. And so go go ahead, okay. get your get your pipes, man. All right. <laughs> All right. So if if you are listening, stay tuned here. We're going to do a quick little bit of some. Uh, what song are you going to do for us? I'll play Scotland the Brave. Okay, Scotland the Brave. All right, so you just tell me, are you ready? Uh-oh, he's airing it up. All right, guys, here we go. Fantastic. So, yeah, we got a good picture of with the, the pipes. And, yeah, and yeah, it was. How did it sound, guys? Did it sound good there? Sounded, Sounded great. Oh, I'm we so excited. Are we good? Are we good on that? Uh, yes, 
Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. I know I have a friend of mine. Hey, Angie, and uh, her husband. I'm sure she's sitting here. She's like, "Oh my God, yeah, baby." <laughs> <laughs> So he's he's from I forget where Angie tell me where again your honey bunny's from I forget where in um, England I think he's from England I forget exactly where so I figured she'd be all stoked that you'd be here today so thank you so much Oh you're welcome my I am, Oh my gosh I could sit and listen to that forever and you know something I didn't realize too because I'll ask you one of the questions about what that's made of. That'll be when we come back. But one of the things historically is they were, this says they're traditionally made from the skin of a whole animal. And then when they, I guess, sew it together, they would put the pipes into the holes mm -hmm. from the legs of the animal. And so I was like, well, it's kind of appropriate when you would, you know, as I'm, I sew as well. So when you stitch mm -hmm. it together, you've got perfect holes for different pipes. Yes. <clears throat> I have a friend of mine that has a set of bagpipes, and I'm not sure what kind they are, but basically it was the, it was the skin of a pig. And ah. they stuck the drones out through the legs okay. and added some holes, so yes. But currently, you can buy various kinds of leather, cowhide, sheepskin, and there's probably others. And it's basically, they cut out a piece of leather, mm -hmm. and then they sew the bottom edge in, into, it, it has a little neck, and then it goes into the, the bag part. Mm -hmm. And... I've played on one of those bags before, and mm -hmm. and they're they're great, um, but you have to add some seasoning inside that seals the holes because they're porous. Oh yeah, well it's, nah, it's skin. It is. <laughs> So. All right. Well, unfortunately, see how fast time goes. We are just about coming up on our oh. first little break, so I wanted to make sure that we got got that where everyone could hear it because okay. that was absolutely fantastic. And my friend said her husband is from Luton, L-U-T-O-N, Luton, England, mm -hmm. is where he's from. So, oh yeah, I figured you know that she would be all excited about this. So, Angie, I was I'm glad that you're watching it and enjoyed that. And <clears throat> excuse me. I was going to ask you real quick, how many, before we go to our first break, how many pipes are in an instrument, typically? Yeah. So the bagpipe is comprised of uh, three drones. Those are the pipes that go over my shoulder. Those create the background hum sound that you hear. Okay. And I also have a blow stick that I, that I blow yes. into to fill the bag. Okay. And then the other part that comes out is the chanter. That comes out, I'll call it the neck of the bag, and that's okay. where I play the music. Okay. So you, you have five things coming out of one bag. Mm -hmm. and, and that's pretty standard. For the Highland bagpipes, absolutely, yes. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back. We have a bunch of more questions for Stanley, the Houston bagpiper. So make sure you stay tuned with us. Don't forget to go to VinylDraftRadio.com. That way you can listen live with my guest, the bagpiper of Houston. Stanley Fontenot, say hello. Hello, everyone. All right. So if you missed it a little bit ago, you need, make sure you need to tune in to Vinyl Draft Radio so you can hear the pipes. Oh, my gosh. The pipes were calling. And we had Stanley answer today with the pipes. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. So I do have some questions. I have answers. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how... And why did you start with the bagpipes? Because, you know, I, I was always a dancer. Yeah. I was a dancer in, in high school and all that and had friends that were all in band. I don't remember ever hearing about in middle school or high school having the bagpipes offered. <laughs> yes, this is probably the number one question that I get asked um, when I'm out doing gigs. So it started out 
I just had a I just had an intrigue when I heard the pipes playing. It just kind of pierced the heart, and I was always curious about them, but didn't really mm-hmm. know anything about them until I went to Dickens on the Strand in 1996. Oh, I love Dickens. And then I saw St. Thomas Pipe Band. They're in, incredibly amazing. And I saw the on their bass drum, they had the name of the school. And so at that point, I decided that I wanted to learn. And so I actually called the school and talked to Mike Cusack. He was, he was the leader at the time. And... And I talked to him, and I said, I basically said, can nobody become a somebody learning the pipes on their own? And he (laughs) says, well, yes. And I said, well, send me the stuff to learn, which is so, and and I said, do you have a private teacher? And he says, yes. So he gave me the reference to a private teacher, Mm -hmm. and he sent me what they call a practice channer. And it's it's about the size of a recorder, but Mm -hmm. it's not a whistle. It actually has a little reed in there. Mm -hmm. And you learn your music on that, and then after a certain point, you get a set of bagpipes. And so I called the instructor, and two months later, I took my first lesson. And from there, it was just a, a, a passion and a hobby, and I would practice for two hours a night sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I did that for years and years, and then my instructor said, why don't you start teaching beginners? So 10 months after, um, actually a year and a half after playing, I started teaching beginners. Mm-hmm. And but I started playing gigs publicly ten months after starting to uh, after I started playing and getting paid and so I was playing for weddings and funerals ten months after starting and then a year and a half from the time I started I started teaching um, beginners and so gotcha all right well so then from there Mm -hmm. how did you decide to make that a profession and have you been so tell me first off tell me again when did you start practicing and playing. February 13th, 1997, on a Thursday at 2 o'clock was my first lesson. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And so so that was your first lesson, and then you decided Uh to make it into a career from there? Well, I believe it or not, your profession. Yeah, I graduated high school in 95, and then I went to College of the Mainland to become a paid firefighter. Believe oh. it or not, and, and then I. Well, I, thank you for that. Well, yeah, it didn't turn out that way, but oh. um, it was. So I went through the training and everything, and while I was playing bagpipes and and stuff, and and I was playing gigs regularly at that time. Um, a year and a half after, and into the second year, I was playing weddings during the summer almost every weekend, mm-hmm. and so I was getting paid and getting paid well for what I do. And then, believe it or not, the 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 desire for the firefighting kind of just left. Yeah. And I went into playing bagpipes and working for my instructor. And so that's how that kind of evolved. I mean, I didn't, this isn't, wasn't a, wasn't a plan Mm -hmm. in my, in my life. It just kind of just happened that way. And I went with it. Well, that's usually how things happen when you find like your love, your passion, it just, and sometimes it starts with something like that. You just took some lessons. It sounds really cool. And all of a sudden you go, wow, I have got to do this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's. They um, definitely called you. So, are you are you English or Irish or Scottish heritage? Yeah. By any very, chance? very, very interesting question. People would ask me that early on, and I would mm-hmm. tell them, "No, I'm just a hybrid mix. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a Fontenot, and I'm French. You're you're a mutt. We're so, all mutts. <laughs> but about two years ago, our family did a DNA test, mm-hmm. which came up with 57 uh, percent Western Europe. 
Okay. Which makes sense because I'm a Fontenot. Okay. And then 21% Irish. Oh. So, so there you go. We, yeah. we definitely have the look of the Irish here today so with both it, of us. <laughs> when I found that out, I just, I was kind of stunned because mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, because I didn't start the bagpipes uh, because it was part of my heritage, I just mm-hmm. started playing because I enjoyed them. Oh, so, gotcha. Well, you yeah. played them extremely well, you. you know. So, thank you again for pleasuring us. We may have, who knows, if y'all are lucky, maybe we'll get him to do a little bit as we leave out of the show again. We'll see. We'll have to make sure that he is, um, that he feels loved enough. So, if y'all are watching ah. us on Facebook, you got to <laughs> give us some hearts and love because if he's not feeling the love, we may not do it again for you. So, we'll see. All right. So, who do you find typically hires you to play the bagpipes? And then a second part of that is why do they hire you to play? So who typically hires you and why? Yeah, so um, I've been playing bagpipes in the Houston area for, for many years. And so often funeral directors alone will call me okay. and, and request my services for a family member. <clears throat> but a lot of times family members who have a loved one that has passed away, there's usually oftentimes a, a heritage connection to either oh, Irish or Scotland, uh, sure. um, Ireland or Scotland. Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, and then I go and play uh, for their service because of that connection. Okay. And then pretty much for any firefighter, police officer, oh, yeah. they always want bagpipers. And, and I think it's steeped in tradition back in the days, and I'm not sure about the history of that. Yeah. But I didn't get into that part of it. I just got I into more of the where did they originate and stuff. So right. that's, you know, they always do that when they you do. see their procession for, you know, someone that has passed when they're, you know, wherever they're, Houston, wherever they are, you know. And I always thought, you know, why, why, you know, do they play that? That's a really good question. Something we're going to have to find out offline. You you would think I would have been even more prepared and figured that out. Well, oh. apparently, you know. I've been uh, doing this foul. for years, and I'm not that prepared. Host foul. <laughs> but, and then you have uh, people who hire bagpipers for weddings, and it's really the same. I'm finding that it's the same thing, the, mm-hmm. the same thread of a connection to the heritage. heritage of some sort. Or even somebody who immigrated to the U.S., mm-hmm. and they are from Scotland. Mm-hmm. So... But there's usually, and sometimes, but for me, not it doesn't seem to be the norm. They just really like the bagpipes. Yeah, well, but, I well, I'm English and Irish, and so I love them. I hear it, and they call to me like crazy. There's just something about it. There is. It's just an, it's an ancient sound. It is. It's it is. Well, I'm sure some people go, oh, I don't like that. But then again, you know, I don't like rap either. So I'd rather listen right. to this over rap. And, right. <laughs> you know. So I, I absolutely love it. And again, thanks for being on here. We got quite a few My folks pleasure. that are on Facebook that are watching. Thanks, guys, for watching. And oh, hey, we're getting some thumbs up and some love. So Score. we might, ha- hey, might love have. Love you back. To- yeah, I love you. Love you back. <laughs> the pipes love you back. <laughs> and one more quick question yes. um, before we have to take, unfortunately, another little break. How busy does a professional bagpiper really stay throughout the year? Or is it sporadic? Oh, it's very sporadic. Okay. Um, there are seasons where I'll have three three gigs a week mm-hmm. for sometimes three weeks in a row and that may mm-hmm. not um, seem like much but it's it that's pretty good when you play bagpipes and mm-hmm. and then there's times where you just you're just going through 
just a lull. And, yeah. and, and right now, I've been going through that for the last three weeks. But being St. Patrick's Day, like we talked about before, mm-hmm. I have three gigs on Saturday, and I've already had to turn down about five. Oh, well, I can imagine. Because it's, you know, I only have so much time in a day. <laughs> so I'm busy from 9 to 10, and then from 4 to 7 p.m., mm-hmm. and then from 9 to 10 p.m. Oh, my gosh. So, you're going to have a long day. You're going to need plenty of green beer. But there are times, <laughs> yeah, there are times that it, my my colleagues, my competitors, my mm-hmm. friends, in some cases, there'll be a day that there'll be three people calling for bagpipes at the same time, and, mm-hmm. and we're sitting here going, hey, are you available? No. Are you? Are you? Yes. Yeah, I can do it. it okay. Off. Yeah. So it's Perfect. just, it ebbs and flows. It's it's incredible. The, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, it's just unpredictable. So what is the craziest thing that has ever happened to you as a bagpiper? Oh, I yeah, I was I was kind of brainstorming through my my life and what what has transpired over the many years since I've been <laughs> playing bagpipes. And I'm going to I want to tell a story, mm-hmm. but I have to try to paint a picture with words and that can be very difficult. Okay. So, I was in Nepal on a mission trip Ooh, to nice. to help a gentleman who had to take care of some work there mm-hmm. and I was basically um, assisting him cuz I was from America, he was too. Mm-hmm. And I brought my bagpipes and and so we went in this town and if you picture can picture a dirt road mm-hmm. there's a river in the background filled with trash just littered with trash oh, wow. and there's big dump trucks f- covered with dirt mm-hmm. and the traffic is all jammed up horns honking and mm-hmm. it's only like a two lane road and and it's in a small town probably maybe two city blocks mm-hmm. in Houston even and Somebody said, why don't you pull out your bagpipes and start playing? In Nepal. In Nepal. And so I pulled out my bagpipes in a, in a traffic jam congested street, got in the very middle between the cars. Oh, that's dangerous because they don't drive very well. <laughs> well, they weren't moving. So oh, okay. we were good because okay. it, was, it was just gridlocked and dust and, I can imagine. And, and stuff. And I'm marching, playing my bagpipes, weaving in and out of cars. And then oh next thing goodness. I know, I have a group of people following me. Well, yeah, it's because so you're like, the bagpiper. And, and in my head, I'm going, this is odd. You're a white American in a foreign country playing bagpipes I, down the middle of a busy street that people are going nowhere. They're honking yes. their horns. And, and, and I have a group of people follow me. And I'm not knowing where I'm going. They mm-hmm. just said, play your bagpipes and go for it. So no, I did. Okay, so, okay. And so I was, well, I was marching down the middle of the street and and then I get to this building kind of where the road curved off to the right and uh-huh. I stood there and I'm sitting here I have a group of people staring at me with great anticipation and and I'm sitting here what do I do and so I just took the opportunity to tell them what the Lord has done in my life it was a fantastic moment Aww. but it was it was a time when I just looked back and I said that was nuts i mean it that really is was crazy. Odd. And and can I share another story? Yes. One of my favorite yes, ones. Yes, please. One of my favorite places to go on that I've been on mission trips. I've mm-hmm. been to four times is Zambia. Mm-hmm. And on one of the first years, we were on a safari vehicle, and 
if you take basically a Jeep, take the top off, have mm -hmm. benches in the back, mm -hmm. that was the mode of transportation because we were staying near a national park and there were churches mm -hmm. along the main road. Mm -hmm. And because I had the bagpipes, I was going from church to church to church. I wasn't stuck. I, well, that sounds bad. I wasn't planted in a church working <laughs> with the children or anything. They wanted the pipes to be played at the different churches. Okay. So I was kind of going to and from. And one of the coolest things that I remember is we were coming back and I said there was a church called Galilea Church just off the side of the road and church had just dismissed. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming up and I decided to pull out my bagpipes and play while on the back of the safari vehicle driving to the church. And while while that was a little bit awkward for uh -huh. me, it created a moment for many other people. Well, no kidding. It it's was, not something that I'm no. sure they've, they're ever accustomed to, maybe have ever even heard. Yeah, and because the sound started as faint, and then it just got louder. And then it was a party once I got off, because yeah. then it's time to dance. <laughs> and then when the kids start dancing, the, the dust in the ground starts bellowing up, and yeah. I'm sitting here... I have to back out because I'm going to choke on the dust. It's amazing. Oh, I, I was going to say just the so. image itself. I mean, you know, music, period, calms, the, like they say, it calms the savage beast. And then it yeah. touches something. I don't care what kind of music it is, especially something like that because it's very soulful mm -hmm. and it just reaches back, you know, centuries. And it's, it's just one of those things that you start to hear it and it really touches something deep, you know, within. You know, I was... It does. And I was in Sudan doing a humanitarian project back in 2005. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was there was a group of kids outside um, on the street and I play my bagpipes. And I tell you, this lady comes out of her home and she runs down and grabs her child and takes that child and runs away from me. And I'm like, really? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the other kids are out like you're the witch doctor or something. I, I know. That and crazy I just said, white man. I just went, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Oops. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, the pipes are calling. The rest are dancing. We just got to go with it, you know. But hey, you know what? You know what they say though. What's that? When you know you're doing something really well, <laughs> when you start to have people that don't like it. So you must uh, be doing something so well and so fantastic. So there's your one detractor. Hey. So there you go. You're not. You haven't made it to, to a celebrity until you have hey. you know detractors. So there. See, I told you you're a celebrity. I tell you, I've had <laughs> I've had um, people with hearing aids just flat out take their hearing aids out, and I can understand that because that can probably be very bothersome. Well, because they are so sensitive, they do, depending and they'll just, how they're tuned. They'll just pull them out, and that yeah. doesn't offend me because I get it. They're yeah. obnoxiously loud. Yeah. <laughs> because I have I have earplugs right here, and I yeah. put them in even before I played. Yeah. Because they they put out such a high decibel level that they do, especially certain notes, you oh. know, kind of thing. John, I saw that, John. You know, I have people here making faces. See, I have detractors too, and that's one of them right there. Oh. Mr. Shenan, I know. How dare him for crying out loud? We're oh, having, well. We're having a show here. I know. We're having a good time, and he's just being, you know, shenanigans here. By the way, on Facebook, I did take your crown off, so you're not wearing a crown anymore. Oh, thanks. Yes. I know. He's like, oh, my Lord, the stuff that happens on this show, like, Lord wow. have mercy. <laughs> You know, I love that image, though, because it makes me think of, you know, like the, from cartoons and, and other things where you hear little bagpipers and you see like all the little children just following behind, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh, and, and I do say that I, with my animals. I say I'm like the bagpiper for little kids and animals. 
because anytime I go somewhere, it's like I must be playing or doing something because, I mean, the kids just swarm out of nowhere, little kids and animals. I can be around an animal and people say, oh, they don't normally like people. Man, next thing you know, they're all over me. So I say that a lot of times because in my mind, that's one of those things when you hear it, you cannot help to be drawn to it and just follow it, you know, that music. And so, again, I just want to say thanks for being here because that's just one of the things I absolutely love. Just a blast. And so one of the questions I was wondering, I know you can play a lot. Can you play any song on the bagpipes? No. And and the reason is because I only have nine notes to work with. Okay. And so that kind of limits me to playing modern tunes Okay. Such as things you hear on the radio. Okay. Now, if when you hear a Paul McCartney song, Mull of Kintyre, I can play the bagpipe part to that if okay. I if I had the music. I mean, there's music for that. Mm-hmm. But and then there's a little uh, rift for ACDC, a little oh, uh, you thunderstruck. Can... I can't play oh. it because <laughs> I just I, I haven't taken the time to learn it. Okay. But there's little things like that, the Star Wars theme song, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play the Star Wars theme song. <gasps> oh my goodness, that may be what we have to play before we go out. Yeah, because I, hey, you know we are here in the Clear Lake NASA Area Space Center, <laughs> so we may have to do a little you know riff of that before yeah, we end today. It'll be a short riff. It'll be a short. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right. But um, but no, so people, the most common requested tunes would be Amazing Grace. Okay, and then, makes sense. And then Scotland the Brave, the one that I play. Mm-hmm. If you're not of Scottish descent or in or Irish, if you will, mm-hmm. in into the heritage, then most people aren't familiar with the music. Yeah, and so and just kind of leave it at your discretion. Yes, and that's okay. Yes, that's the way most gigs are. Whenever I play for an extended period of time, things like the wearing of the green, when Irish eyes are smiling, mm-hmm. those will be played. Um, on St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. maybe even today, um, the version of Danny Boy, mm-hmm. I can play a version of that. Okay. The notes even don't quite fully fit on the pipe, so I have to adjust the high note down one, so it mm-hmm. it sounds fine yeah. unless you know the song. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, but, okay. so there's limitations. Okay. But... But for the most part, you can just you're you're gonna you can riff you can, you can, can you can riff you can rip it and riff it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes when the fingers okay. are working. <laughs> when they're working well. All right. Well, so get those fingers warmed up. We might have you do a little bit more here before we end, and we are going to have to take another quick little break. Okay. I am chatting this couple days before St. Patrick's Day with the Houston Bagpiper Stanley Fontenot. Stanley, say hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's sitting here saying it with me. He's already got it down. I think. I have created a monster uh, here in yeah. studio with me today. So thank you so much for coming in today and playing the pi- the pipes for us. That was absolutely beautiful. Yes, it's fun. So we have a few more <laughs> questions. And unfortunately, time flies. Oh, it does. We're in the last it's segment. Over, almost Our, over. It's almost over. I know. <laughs> I know. All right. So real quick, I have one or two questions sure. before we wrap up. And then I want to make sure people – actually, let's do this now. Okay. Tell people that are listening how they can find you to book you for a gig, an event, whatever. So let us know how they can reach you. Thank you you for that. Yes, please. My website, my personal business website is HoustonBagpiper.com. Okay. And that really is the quickest and easiest way to get a hold of me. And that's how I found you. Yeah. And my (laughs) phone number is 281-728-2587. 
Perfect. And that, that I'm on Facebook, but that don't, okay. I'm not a social media is not my uh, expertise. So, okay. so really my website is going to be the best. Okay. And I'll but, make sure, cause I have you here, you know, on my page. So I'll make sure that I also post that on oh, well, this video you. link so thank that anyone you. is listening. If you'd like to have him come out and play for you, I know he has an event. You said today, I do. you know, an event, there's corporate events. He does personal private. Mm-hmm. So if you have any interest whatsoever, which why wouldn't you? It's absolutely beautiful. Of course, not this weekend. He is booked oh, solid yeah, with a way list it is probably not ever going to happen you know yeah. so make sure you give him some time and if there's something of interest to you or if you have someone that would like to have him come out make sure you go to houstonbagpiper.com all right so a couple more questions before we wrap up sure. how long do you play for any one time any one period of time yes so that's a that's a good question and for today for mm-hmm. instance after this um our program here i will have to play for an hour i have to fill an hour time slot okay now that has potential uh, to be divided up through conversation Mm -hmm. with people who are listening which will be a really good thing because it gives me a break Mm -hmm. Um, because the pipes are for me the longer i play the more tired i get and no kidding but i still have to play as strong as i do when i first started when I first start, I have to continue that strength till the very yeah. end. But really, my my insides just get tired and I get exhausted, <laughs> and and then it's a lot of breath work. It, it is, but a lot of diaphragm strength mm-hmm. and that muscle after you've worked it out for about for me for about 35, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. it starts getting tired. Okay, but I still have to keep going on. So what I do to um, make it till the very end is I'll just take a little more breaks, like okay. a, but just a brief pause between mm-hmm. my sets of music. Oh, okay. And that way, but on St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to be playing for 20 minutes, rest for 20, on 20, off, and okay. so that'll be equivalent to an hour and a half of playing for three hours. Oh, okay. So. Oh, got you with the breaks and everything. Yes, yeah. that's still tiring. It is, but for a lot of weddings and funerals and stuff, it's usually very quick, believe it or not, just yeah. a couple of tunes here and there. A friend of mine, Angie, just said, she's that's an intensive lung workout. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, and that's it's, something that with a lot of years of practice, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and just breath work, I mean, it's not something you can just come out and do right you off the can't. bat. Most, most people, for instance, I have a student now. She just recently got a set of bagpipes mm-hmm. and it is very difficult for her to she doesn't okay, have imagine. the arm strength oh yeah. she can blow okay but mm-hmm. and and i just i feel bad for her because there's nothing that i can really do as a teacher to make it easier on her no she just has to build that yeah and i tell her you have to go to boot camp and i said the only thing that's going <laughs> to help you is driving yourself to practice yeah and to the point of exhaustion yeah actually yeah well, so, with anything, it's it's a muscle, no matter it what is. it is, and you just have to be, even you know you have to build it up. I used to play the guitar and building oh. up the calluses on your fingers for the chords, yeah. and I mean there were some days, oh, the pads of my fingers hurt so bad, you mm-hmm. know. So with any instrument, you know, it's it has to be which it is for you a passion. Yes. You know, in order to pick it up, continue with it, and make it something beautiful, which you did for us today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a minute, a little bit of a break. Okay. So I would love, so you can take the headphones and stuff off, and if you will play a little bit. Leon, we're going to get him to play a little bit more for us. And hey. the Star Wars, if you can play a little. I'll give you a little bit of snippet just of that. A I, I can't snippet. play the, the full. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, oh, okay. so face All that right. Okay. All right. So those of you that are watching us on Facebook, you'll be able to see him playing here in a little bit. And I do want to end up with a couple of things here. I always have a dollop um, of the week. It's called Dollop of Dorsey Stanley. So are you ready for this one? My dollop of Dorsey this week is, May the light always find you on a dreary day. When you need to be home, may you find your way. May you always have courage to take a chance and never find frogs in your underpants. So I want to wish all of you a blessings, a very happy blessings for a lucky St. Patrick's Day or Patrick's St. Patrick's weekend. And be kind to your fellow uh, celebrators or fellow celebrities that you're with, celebrators. I can't even talk today. And take a few extra enzymes while you're polluting your internal organs with whatever green you're drinking. <laughs> Pollute yourself, not your environment. And uh, we are about to get, are you about ready here almost? Okay, so don't get started just yet. Give us one second. All right, folks, so thank you so much for listening in today to this episode of The Dorsey Show on Final Draft Radio. Make sure that you are here with us every Thursday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure that you go to the TuneIn app and download that, and you can listen anywhere. You can say even Google or Alexa, play Vinyl Draft Radio. And don't forget, that's D-R-A-U-G-H-T. And thanks again for being here and getting tuned in, turned on, and tuned up for your weekend with me and the Healthy Happy fun hour where I do remind you to have some fun, play, dance, eat some chocolate cheesecake, and for this weekend, listen to some bagpipes. All right, Stanley, take it away. Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.